From the Markets section of the Wall Street Journal, New York Bank Regulators Exit After Clash with Governor Cuomo's Office by Erica Orden and Christopher M. Matthews. The acting head of New York's top banking regulator and the agency's chief spokesman are resigning from the office amid the agency's battle with New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's administration over the regulator's independence, according to people familiar with the matter. Anthony Albanese, the acting superintendent of the Department of Financial Services, and spokesman Matthew Anderson informed the governor's office in recent weeks that they would resign, these people said. There have been growing tensions between DFS and the office of Mr. Cuomo, a Democrat, since Mr. Albanese's predecessor, Benjamin Losky, left the agency in June to start his own legal and consulting firm, the people said. Mr. Cuomo's staff has sought in recent months to exert more control over the regulator which has established itself as a powerful financial watchdog and brought billions of dollars in penalties to New York State's general fund. The regulator was also unpopular on Wall Street, where some executives felt the department at times overreached on Mr. Losky's watch. This was always intended to be a temporary position to help smooth the transition process, Mr. Albanese said Monday, adding it had been an honor to serve the governor. Since Mr. Losky's departure, Mr. Cuomo's Assistant Secretary for Financial Services, Brendan Fitzgerald, has instructed the department that any subpoenas it intends to issue must first be approved by himself or by the governor's office, these people said. That practice wasn't standard during Mr. Losky's tenure, according to these people, and it provoked a backlash among department officials who felt the governor's office was exerting too much control over the agency's investigations. In recent months, Mr. Albanese resisted the order from the governor's office, these people said. The decision of whether or not to issue a subpoena has always been made solely by DFS, Mr. Albanese said Monday. A spokeswoman for Mr. Cuomo, Danny Lever, denied that Mr. Fitzgerald had issued instructions to DFS regarding its subpoenas. It is not unusual in a period of transition that the temporary head of an agency would work more closely with the second floor's deputy secretary overseeing that agency to ensure continuity and the same high standard of performance. The departures of Mr. Albanese and Anderson had long been a possibility and weren't explicit acts of protest, the people said. But the turmoil between DFS and the governor's office made their decisions easier, according to the people. Mr. Cuomo's office has been searching for a permanent successor to Mr. Losky since before his departure. Mr. Albanese, who had been a lawyer in private practice before joining the department, butted heads with the governor's office after taking over as acting superintendent. Mr. Losky was a crucial member of Mr. Cuomo's inner circle for years, having worked as his special assistant in the state attorney general's office, his chief of staff in the governor's office, and lastly, as Mr. Cuomo's appointed financial services superintendent. He was named by Mr. Cuomo in 2011 to lead the newly formed DFS, which combined two long-existing agencies into one that regulates state-licensed financial institutions and insurers. Mr. Losky earned a reputation as a brawler during his four-year tenure, consistently pushing for larger fines and tougher sanctions. The effort drew plaudits from those who found other banking regulators lacking and criticism from the banks and their lawyers and consultants. He negotiated a settlement with French bank BNP Paribas last year for violations of U.S. economic sanctions against Sudan, Iran, and other countries. The Department of Financial Services got a $2.2 billion slice of the $8.9 billion penalty, the largest the agency has yet collected. Mr. Cuomo specifically lauded the payment last year, saying it would give New York's finances a major boost.
Mr. Albanese continued the office's aggressive oversight, extracting a $15 million penalty from Promontory Financial Group in August in hard-fought negotiations over whether the consultancy watered down regulatory reports for a client. The regulator is currently in talks with Goldman Sachs Group, Inc. to find the bank $50 million for a former employee's allegedly obtaining and sharing of confidential supervisory materials from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York.